Are you going to start the oh, theme yeah, music right. or well, what? Okay, fine. <laughs> Yo, 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 you are in the right place. The Pot Smoking Moms Podcast. I am Sunny D, along with my homegirl, Captain J. Hola, everybody. Hey, man, we've been here for a minute. If you like <laughs> us, if you've been here for a minute too, rate, subscribe, share our show, and just be friends with us, you know, generally. Um, we're on all the social medias, most of them anyways, potsmokingmoms.com is the website. So you can find everything there. We're so glad you're here. I'm ready to light this. Yeah. I already started mine before cause I had to go, but let's do it. What, what do, you, do you have there? I have, it's called eye candy. Oh, I almost got that. Truly. I almost got it. Is yeah. it good? It's good. It's okay. not like my it's a favorite, hybrid, right? But yeah. It's a hybrid. Okay, I got some grape cream cake from um, Sunnyside One Plant. Sunnyside. So. Oh, and we're doing Jay's today. Oh, I know. So you no don't guys bubbles. get to hear the gurgle of the... The gurgle, gurgle. The you guys just get to hear the, the hacking cough of two <laughs> middle-aged ladies lighting up joints on their podcast. <laughs> middle-aged. I know. Is that the first time? Is that the first time I've referenced us as middle-aged? Considering we die at 80. All right. If you got them at home, light it up. You know, it's a smoke sesh. It's a little different when you're a parent and 40. <laughs> it's much more, uh, I don't know. What? You appreciate it more, I guess. Yeah, because it's either this or like putting up with your family. Or going crazy. <laughs> well, we have a good show. Uh, this week, we're speaking to Melissa and Jesse of Reimagined Podcast. We were on their show. I hope you listened to our interview with them. Yeah, if you want to hear all about us on their show, go check out Reimagined Podcast. Uh, but now they're on our show, so we're going to talk about them. It was fun. They got a lot going on. Jesse's a musician. Melissa's a Very creative. Got people, her own couple. comic book. Between music, comics, TV, podcasts, reality shows, reality shows, it's it's a lot. Parenting, <laughs> weed smoking. <laughs> oh, so we're trying something new today. Um, we're doing this. This is our first show that we're recording through Restreamio. Wait, is that what it's called? Yeah, we're trying to up the production value of our show. Yeah. Quite frankly, for our patrons and show that we have been putting in the work. So if you're a patron, you see a video version of this show. And um, so this is the first time we're doing the video version through Restreamio. We're adding a couple little pizzazz and whistles. Yeah. Fun little pizzazz. (laughs) Right. So that everybody who doesn't, who is not a patron. There you go. See, see it's a little pizzazz. Thank you, Jesse. Jesse's here helping us uh, learn the ropes, helping us produce this episode. If you've been a fan of us for a long time, I'm sure you met Jesse when we did the high five uh Talk show. Game show. That was or fun. Game show, yeah. How long ago was that already? Oh Feels like God. it's been a while. It's been ages. So yeah, become a patron so you can watch this. Yes. Um, can contribute to the show, that's fine. 
rate, review, and share our podcast. I mean, look, even when you like our stuff on social media and you interact with it, that means a lot to us. So thank you so much. Yeah, also, we're, we're shadow banned. So like, unless you interact, I mean, like, it's hard to. It is, our stuff is not getting pushed out. Yeah, so we, yeah. And I mean, all I'm the not, interacting you can do is very helpful. Yep. So what's up? Anything new going on in your life? Uh, your girls, you just had a birthday, right? Yeah, my and a COVID kid, scare. I know. Uh, uh, my oldest, yeah, we had someone come over and they had the COVIDs. But luckily, uh, we're good. Nothing happens. Um, and I was like, fuck, because the prior week, my kids were sick. And I'm like, I don't need to go through this again. But uh, my oldest turned five, you know, and uh, she's getting big. And I just, you know, Five. I didn't do shit. I was, I should have done, a, I should have thrown a party, but like. You were going to do something. I was going to do something, but nothing me like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of at a point right now where I'm like, I, I can't wait to like be able to take them on vacations and stuff for their birthday instead of like always doing a party or something. I feel like always doing a party is hard. Like it's okay to have small celebrations, um, with just family and just like a cake cutting get together and like and then do bigger parties maybe on milestone stone birthdays like certain big ones you know like where yeah. you have a big party and have a lot of people over at that time and they're two so i'm trying to do the two for one special too where i throw a birthday party for both of them because you know times is tough it's hard out here for a pimp <laughs> sure is <laughs> what's up with you no, I have another TV suggestion. You know me. I love oh, my yeah. shows. So Netflix people watch How to Change Your Mind, the new docuseries on Netflix. You know, I saw that pop up and I was like, it's oh, only four episodes. Each episode's about a different psychedelic. It's so cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was oh, really it is. Interesting. It's psychedelics. Yeah. How to Change Your Mind on psychedelics. Basically, nice. it talks about how psychedelics can help cure a lot of mental illnesses. They talked to this one guy where like shrooms cured his OCD. Um, but they had like one episode on um, LSD, one episode on psilocybin, one episode on MDMA and one on masculine. Huh. Very interesting. Very interesting. I will check and like out. whenever they do these like large doses of psychedelics for, uh, you know, mental health treatments, they always do it like in a controlled environment and like it's a really relaxed setting, but they they do a large dose and then they put like a blindfold on and headphones. Yeah, I don't know, man. I that sounds like crazy to me. Lo- like, having to be locked into that. The, but that's the whole idea so that you go. It's introspective. Right, like you right. Go in. You're yeah. not like out exploring the world. Cause usually yeah. anytime I've ever done shrooms or anything like that, it's like a going outside and exploring yeah. and like watching things and like interacting, not like an introspective, like look into yourself. Yeah. So like they describe Sounds their experiences. Scary. Yeah. They describe their experiences and all of them are really good. Yeah. And, and then how it helped them dramatically with whatever they were struggling in. There were people with PTSD, people with OCD, um, all sorts of things. It was, it was really interesting. Check huh. it out. Interesting. Yes. Well, guys, it's your favorite portion of the uh, podcast. News Nugs, where we get high and read the weed news to you. So we have an update for you on Brittany Griner's uh, story going on over there in Russia. Um, Brittany Griner's lawyer's 
tell Russian court she has doctor's recommendation for medical cannabis. I don't think we've heard that mentioned at all no, when we've, when we've covered this story time. before. WNBA star Brittany Griner's attorney submitted evidence that she has a recommendation to use medical marijuana as her trial in Russia on cannabis possession charges continues. Brittany Griner's trial on cannabis possession charges continued on Russia on Friday with the WNBA star's attorneys telling the court that she has a doctor's recommendation for pot. Griner was arrested near the airport on in February after customs reportedly found a vape in um, her package within her luggage with less than a gram of cannabis oil. If she faces up to 10 years in prison at a hearing on Friday, her defense team submitted evidence that could elicit leniency from the court, including documentation that she has a doctor's recommendation. The defense also submitted evidence that Griner has recently passed an anti-dopey drug screening, which now not, no prohibited substances found in her system. The defense today provided written evidence, including character materials, medical documents, and tax returns. Griner's lawyer, Maria Blagovolina, told Reuters, Among the medical documents is a doctor's note for the substance that Brittany Griner inadvertently left among her belongings when crossing the border, she said. Griner's lawyers also noted that the recommendation to use cannabis medicinally has been sanctioned by the state government in Arizona, where she is the star center for the WNBA's Phoenix Mercury. The attending physician give, uh, gave Brittany recommendations for the use of medical cannabis. Lagovolina added, the permission was issued on behalf of the Arizona Department of Health. Her trial began on July 1st in a courtroom in Kimiki, a suburb of Moscow where the airport is located. She pleaded guilty on July 7th to the charges and faces... Although she told the court that she did not intend to commit the crime. That's the worst part is that like she's saying that she didn't even know the vape was in her bag. Like think about how easy that is to, to like forget you have like a half, a half cart. Yeah. Used cart. While Griner has already pleaded guilty, her trial continues that the court considers the circumstances of the alleged offense. In a statement after Griner entered her plea, her legal team said that it was the WNPA star's decision to plead guilty to the charges, adding that the move sets an example of being brave. She decided to take full responsibility for her actions as she knows that it is a role that she is a role model for many people. The attorney said, considering the nature of her case, the insignificant amount of the substance and BG's personality and history of positive contributions to global and Russian sport. The defense hopes that the plea will be considered by the court as a mitigating factor and there will be no severe sentence. On Thursday, some of Griner's teammates on the Russian basketball team said she plays for UMMC. Address the court as character witnesses. Team captain told the court that Griner is the heart of our team, according to a tweet from Moscow NPR correspondent Charles Maines, and said that fans in Russia adore her. After the hearing, Griner's attorney said that UMMC, a Katzenberg director, Maxim Ryabkov gave a positive description of Brittany Griner during his speech in court, noting her outstanding abilities as a player and personal contribution to strengthening the team spirit, which allowed the team to achieve the highest results in the Russian basketball premier league and in the international competitions for many years. So her Russian like teammates and captains are like vouching for her. Yeah. So we, as we previously reported, Griner, Griner was wrongfully detained. The U S state department has officially listed Griner as wrongfully detained, detained. And the white house has said that president Biden is doing everything he can to secure her release from Russia. Media reports 
have speculated that the governments of the United States and Russia could eventually engineer a swap of prisoners, with the American authorities perhaps releasing Russian arms trader Victor Bout, nicknamed the Merchant of Death, whoa, who is serving a 25-year sentence for conspiracy to kill U.S. citizens and providing assistance to terrorist organization. Holy shit. After Friday's hearing, U.S. Embassy charged affairs uh, Elizabeth Rood commented on the support Griner has received during her trial. In the hearings yesterday and today, what became very clear is a tremendous amount of respect and admiration, both in the United States and here in Russia, where Ms. Griner has been playing basketball for seven years, not only for her professional achievements, but for her character and integrity, she said outside the courthouse. Deputy Foreign Minister, Minister Sergei Rebkov the senior Russian diplomat has declined to comment on a potential prisoner swap, noting that until her trial concludes, there are no formal or procedural reasons to talk about any further steps. Ryabkov also warned that criticism from the United States, including Griner's status as wrongfully detained and negative comments about the Russian court system, makes it difficult to engage in detailed discussion of any possible exchanges. The next hearing in Griner's trial is scheduled for July 26th. Her legal team has said that they expect the trial to conclude sometime in August, although her detention has been extended until December 20 by Russian authorities. Jeez. So she's going to be there almost a year at least. Yep. Wow. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, that sucks. For like a half, like, I know, for a a shitty, stupid cart, for a dumb fucking piece of shit cart. That she probably didn't even finish because it sucked balls. <laughs> and she now she got to be fucking. I mean, it sucks that she has to go international to play to make money anyways. And she's been going there for seven years and never had issues before. Like, come on. Like, this is ridiculous that they're like going through all this for this. It's ridiculous. It really is. <sighs> Our next story. This shit's been going on forever, too. Yeah, this like, has been a minute. I mean, look, uh, Brittany Griner, that shit's been going on for a second, but this, too, <laughs> this is... So, yeah, Biden says he's working on a bill to release cannabis inmates. President Biden, returning to Washington after a trip to the Middle East, told reporters that no one should be in prison for the use of marijuana. No shit. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> recognizing that. Captain Verbally. <laughs> Verbally. Do something about it already. Right. President Joe Biden reiterated his belief that no one should be behind bars for using cannabis, saying Sunday that he is working on legislation to help fulfill that campaign promise. Biden, returning to Washington, D.C., following his four-day trip to Israel and Saudi Arabia, made the comments to gaggle to a gaggle of reporters gathered at the White House lawn. One reporter asked the president if he intended to honor his campaign pledge to release all the marijuana inmates in prison. I don't think there should. I don't think anyone in prit, anyone should be in prison for the use of marijuana. That's how it reads, guys. In prit. Yeah, what? <laughs> Biden said, according to a White House pool report, we're working on the crime bill now. The brief response represented Biden's most extensive and explicit comments on cannabis reform since his term began last year. But it was also something Biden has said previously, most notably on the campaign trail in 2020. While he has yet to embrace outright cannabis legalization, Biden has long spoken out against marijuana-related incarceration. 
In a memorable interview on The Breakfast Club in spring of 2020, Biden said that it makes no sense for people to go to jail for weed and explained why he supports decriminalization but not legalization. Because they're trying to find out whether or not there is any impact on the use of marijuana, not in leading you to other drugs, but what it affects. That is, did affect long-term development of the brain, and we should wait until the studies are done, Biden said. I think science matters. matters. Comments like that, as well as Biden's refusal to support an end to the federal prohibition, have frustrated cannabis reform advocates as well as members of the president's own party. In November, three Democratic senators sent a letter to Biden urging to pardon all individuals convicted of nonviolent cannabis offenses, whether formerly or currently incarcerated. Our country's cannabis policies must be completely overhauled, but you have the power to act now. You can and should issue a blanket pardon for all nonviolent federal cannabis offenses, fulfilling your promises to the American people, and transforming the lives of tens of thousands of Americans. The senators Elizabeth Warren, Ed Markey, and Jeff Merkley wrote in the letter. As a candidate for president, you argued that we should decriminalize marijuana and everyone with a marijuana record should be let out of jail. The records expunged, be completely zeroed out, they wrote. The first and simplest step in the process is a blanket pardon. The Constitution grants you... The authority to pardon. What was happening over here? Nothing. I'm just. The, Constitu- the Constitution grants you the authority to pardon broad classes of Americans to correct widespread injustice as previous presidents have done. In May, Biden commuted 75 individuals who were serving time for nonviolent drug offenses and issued three full pardons. There is robust support for cannabis legalization among Democrats on Capitol Hill, but that has not yet translated to policy reform. The Democratic-controlled House of Representatives passed the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act in April, a bill that would remove cannabis from the list of federal controlled substances. Again. I know. I just It's just so... After you've heard it so many times, it's like, oh, my God, just do it already. But the bill has since stalled in the Senate, where Democratic leaders have said they intend to produce their cannabis reform bill. And now we're going to talk about the other bill that they're doing over there. In April, Chuck Schumer, the Democratic leader in the Senate, said that the caucus would release its marijuana legislation at some point before the congressional recess in August, pledging that the bill would also remove weed. Ah, I like that they used weed. Would also remove weed from the Controlled Substances Act. But there are growing indications that the legislation in the Senate will be far more scaled back than what Schumer had promised. Political reported last month that Schumer doesn't have the votes to pass a sweeping marijuana decriminalization bill, despite repeatedly touting his support for the end for ending federal prohibition. And that realization is leading Senate Democrats to look for compromise on weed. Can you pass this bill? Can you pass this fucking bill? They're all like doing their own bills. Yeah, exactly. That's why everybody got bills, bills, bills. (laughs) Everybody got a lot of bills, everybody's but nobody's, got bills passing, nobody's them. passing the fucking bills. <laughs> oh man, I, you it gets know, passed I, honestly, in one house and not the other. Like, I feel like I I should run for political office. Apparently, it's easier than one thinks. I need a lot of money. You know what though? Money is making this place suck. 
But that's how you run for office. I know. You need or a shitload like, of money. You just need to make a string of viral videos for our campaign. Or vote. See exactly. Vote for me. You know it, Sunny D for president. Yeah, we'll make sure all public bathrooms are clean. Okay, no, no, not president. You got it. Let's do local. You're gonna go for Senate, like Florida Senate, or like representing Florida in DC. Representing, yeah, but uh, I need to. I need to get in. I need to infiltrate. The Senate, because everything is yeah. Stopped. That's where we we're get, all right in the House of Reps. <laughs> they keep passing that shit go in the, the House. Of, I gotta go to the motherfucking Senate. That's where you gotta go. Yep. Okay, so Sunny D for Senate. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> this is our favorite segment, only because we live here. <laughs> Not because we love it here, just because we <laughs> Our favorite fe- segment on Florida News. You know, Florida has the best stories. So uh-huh. <clears throat> police find a whole lot of pot in, in a field in Davie. That's the name of the story, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and Davie's like, first of all, 15 da- minutes from your house. Yeah, First right? of all, Davie's a jump hop and a skip away from my crib. And you then you go to the used to go to the true leave Davie. Oh, no, no Dania, Davey's a little different. Davey's a little in the opposite direction, but there's a it's lot of nurseries. West. It's more west. There's yeah. a lot of uh, ranches, nurseries. That's why I feel like Look this at these is... pictures of these cops But I'm these like, plants. God damn, why didn't I know? I'm, Look at the cheesing. They posted yeah. this on their social media. So Davey, Florida, tips of police led officers to find an, an illegal marijuana farm in Davey. A tip. Davy police posted pictures of the drug discovery on social media. Officers said they found 15 large pot plants growing in a field in West Davy last week. Davy police says that if you are missing your marijuana plants, you should give them a call. Growing marijuana in Florida is a third degree felony, 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 which carries a maximum sentence of five years in prison. Look at that. You could grow marijuana in Florida and get less of a sentence than a stupid vape cartridge will get you in Russia. Yeah. Look at that. Five years. Five years for growing weed. You should have, it should be no years. Yeah. It's a fucking plant. Exactly. <laughs> Why can't black farmers get medical marijuana licenses in Florida? Exorbitant fees and residual racism, many say, is our next story. Since 2016, the Florida legislature, through the Florida Department of Health, we're back on track, has issued more than two dozen medical marijuana licenses for farmers looking to enter the MMJ industry. However, black farmers are still waiting for their licenses to be issued as regulated by the Florida legislature. Having licenses is known to generate increased revenue for licensees, but it seems that in Florida there are a few who count on this benefit, a situation that frustrates black farmers who would like to participate in the cannabis industry. The license should have been released going on five, now six years ago, where a lot of the white farmers are now $150 million to $175 million ahead of the game versus the black farmers that have to start over at zero and are behind the ball again. And the medical marijuana industry said Raymond Worthen, co-founder and president of Orlando-based Zion Infinite Farms, which applied for a license years ago. It's unfortunate. Why? I don't understand why it's taking so long. In contrast, several cannabis growers gained 
considerable market share within Florida's 1.2 billion medical marijuana treatment center industry, which is poised to hit 2 billion in annual sales by 2025. The 14 active MMTC license holders operate 347 dispensaries with three True Leaf, Sotera, Cura Leaf, controlling more than two thirds of the market, reads a report published in June of 2021. According to the Health Department's Office of Medical Marijuana Use, the top six medical marijuana treatment centers account for nearly 90% of all sales. In addition, there are 22 licensed treatment centers. Laws are too narrowly focused for us to get into the business, with the seed-to-sell vertically integrated business requirement as one of the big ones, said John Allen, a black farmer and president of FTG Development, Inc., a licensed nursery in Cape Girl for over 38 years and an applicant for a Florida medical marijuana treatment license. Is this impediment related to financial hurdles? That $146,000 tag application fee, holy, holy shit. shit. The application to is, just get the license is, is 146000 Is also just a fraction of the total costs. So, I mean, I can't even imagine, like, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, said Roz McCarthy, a director of minorities for medical marijuana in Orlando. Attorney fees, hiring technical writers and consultants, along with sourcing real estate for cultivation, processing, and dispensing locations could run applicants at least half a million dollars. Yeah, remember Jody was telling us how expensive it is to try it. Yeah, that's why a lot of these people go in with too many partners, because it's like you have to have all this capital. However, since farmers have raised their voices and pointed out the unfair and discriminatory treatment, Florida Health Department officials opened a new round of applications. Although the application frame last March was only open to Pigford black farmer litigants, black farmers in Florida who were part of the Pigford versus Glickman USDA are too old to be back in business. In addition, they lack financial resources or have died before the licenses could be issued. Additionally, the licensee holder, the license holder would have to complete, uh, compete against multi-state giants like True Leaf Cannabis Corp. John Allen is one of the 12 black farmers who applied for licenses and is waiting for the Florida legislature to provide them with information and good news to continue advancing their business. Florida needs to do better. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean. This vertical integration garbage. It's only for the big dogs. How do they not have exceptions for for social equity programs? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, it needs to be incorporated when the bills are being passed. That's unfortunately, that's why, like, going forward, if we want to do recreational here, we want to pass a bill that allows us to grow plants and doesn't put restraints because it just creates more reason for them to be all up in your business and just trying to find any which way to incarcerate people. <laughs> yeah, whatever. This place fucking sucks. Florida's <laughs> like we but we I, I, I don't know. We, like it feels like there's there's licenses designated for them but they haven't done the process of giving them out. Yeah, and whatever, you know, whatever gets caught up in the process, you know how everybody, 
whatever. There's different excuses for different things, but um, mostly probably racism here in this point. I mean, it, it took us a long time to get here anyways, but it's still, it's it's just, you know, ingrained in the fabric. So we just got to keep fighting for uh for them to do the things the right way and, and make sure they 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 include the community that they are they fucked up when they were you know when the war against drugs started happening <laughs> i can never intro from like a serious topic to like I a know, fun so interview <laughs> We had a really fun time uh, interviewing with uh, Melissa and Jesse. We uh, were on their podcast, and then we asked them to be on our podcast. Um, we talked about a lot of things, including TV reality shows. Yeah, Melissa was Melissa's on Naked on. and Afraid, guys. She was, like, on it. So yeah, you gotta just to the concept of that, it, to, to me, is mind-blowing. Of that show where they just drop you somewhere naked, and you got to survive for, like, what did she say, a month? I think it was like 20 something days. Yeah. days or something. Fucking wild. And um, Jesse even serenaded us at one point. Yeah, gave us a, right. a nice uh, look into uh, his, la- his latest uh, single. So, guys, uh, we really hope you enjoy this uh, interview. I am so excited to be hanging out with you guys again. I've been dying to do this again since we we last hung the out. The tables we on have turned. Yes. I, know. I know. I'm so excited. This we we've, we've been looking forward to this for weeks. Yeah, and it's cool because now we're coming into your studio space. <laughs> yeah. Last time you guys were separate, and we I didn't see you guys together, and yeah. now look at you. Yeah, I know the, the duo chemistry we're, going what? on. <laughs> exactly. We're in two. We're in two rooms. You're yeah. in one and we're in the other. I got to know. I got to know on on when we were on your show, you said you were in the running to possibly be on a reality show. Did you get yes. the answer? Are you guys going to be okay. on it? So we do not know yet <sighs> because um, it's taking them a month to put everything together. So basically they have to put the teams together. They have to put the locations together before they're giving all the information to the uh, candidates yeah, yeah. To, to the candidates the producer loved us yes um, um and the casting directors loved us mm-hmm. and uh we're just waiting for the executive producer to make that final call yeah. and then, it's the nerve-wracking just it's to waiting so for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. just waiting and waiting it's the wait it kills you but you were so, supposed to know by now right it was supposed no to be- it's like, the middle of july oh okay yeah. so okay we're we have almost like there one more one more week almost yeah. there so, yeah unfortunately even if we did know we still couldn't like talk over details about it just because we yeah have the ndas and yeah. stuff exactly but um, it's really cool it's, it's really <laughs> stinking cool and if we get on this show just know that if you follow us yeah. after this yeah. we'll be promoting the crap out of it before yeah. it happens so you'll see exactly what we're talking about but it's and really cool we'll have all of that on our patreon too for all of our patreon um but the one thing I can say about it is it'll be an entire season. So it's not just one episode. Oh, oh yeah. Because Jesse, you've time. never done any reality show before, but no. Melissa, you have, you yes. shared with us when we were on your show that you were on yes. naked and afraid, which is a show I've definitely seen before. Yeah. I have it here on my notes. Season seven, Ooh. episode eight. I saw, I yes. saw a little bit of it. I wanted yeah. to see your episode, but I haven't had a chance to see it, yet, but I have it here. I'm going to definitely, Oh, okay. watch it. How how was that experience? Oh my gosh. 
Um, experience is a light word for that show. <laughs> I just have to put that out there. It, it was actually really life-changing for me. Um, I would say overall life-changing because I was put in a situation where I was really terrified of everything. I was terrified of spiders, this freaking huge, like crawling everywhere. Um, tree frogs that will kill you. What was the location of your drop where you guys Um, were dropped? And can you give a little background of what Naked and Afraid is for any listeners that may have never heard of the show? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Naked and Afraid is a reality show on Discovery Channel. And it is basically a man and a woman who's never met before, and they get dropped off at a remote location somewhere in the world that is not desirable, and it's remote out in the middle of nowhere. Um, So you don't have any clothes, no shelter, no food, no water. You have to source all of this yourself. Now, you're given two items. Um, Your items is what you choose. So you take your items out, and that's the only thing you have besides a map. So you have a map, and you have to decide where you're going to, where your your base is, uh, how you're going to do your shelter, what food you're going to find, how you're going to find water. And the whole entire show. Yes. All, Jesus all Christ. That <laughs> sounds stressful. It's so crazy. So, okay. You know what what it, was your drop location? Like, where were you and what were your, the two items that you brought? Okay. So I was dropped in Panama. Um, so I was in the Darien Gap, like in the Darien jungle, which is in between Panama and Colombia. So I was kind of like right in the middle of that. Um, and my, I actually took four items and then the producer chooses one from me and one from my partner. So my four items was a cooking pot, um, a machete, a fire starter and a magnifying glass. Cause I was thinking, Oh, I'm going to be in, you know, Panama It's really hot. I can use that and start a fire. Right. Nope. I was in the middle of the jungle. It was overgrown. I did not see the sunshine for 21 days. It was freaking crazy. <laughs> And wow. and that's how long you're there for 21 days, 21 days. You have to survive with no clothes, no anything for what? 21 days. And you get one episode out of 21 days. They yeah. get one episode. Uh, what the hell? Crazy. Yeah. So my item that I actually took uh, with that they chose was the cooking pot, which I was really excited about because you can do a lot with that. Catch water, boil water, you know, cook your food and all that. Um, they did give us a machete and they chose a fire starter for my partner. So that was where our, we had three items actually. Those are some really good items. Location. Yeah. Those are good items to the have. Fire starter didn't help because our partner was an idiot and didn't know how to use it right and broke it and then threw it <laughs> which, in the woods. Which is surprising because you said he's a Marine, right? Yeah. There's, they're supposed to get like survival school training and, and basic and stuff. Well. Yeah. He was, he was Okay. <laughs> Everything goes back to mindset. Jesse's face, for those that you can see this. (laughs) For our patrons that can see this. (laughs) So it's really mind, right? It's your mind that makes everything, makes or breaks you. So if he went into it with a mindset that wasn't 100%, like, oh, I'm on vacation. You know, this is like chill. Like, this is cool. But I went into it going, you know what? This is going to be hard as fuck. Like, this is going to be hard. And I went into it with that mentality and I went into it with the mentality that I am not giving up. Like, this Mm -hmm. is what I'm doing. No tapping out for me at all. Um, If you go into a mindset where "Ah, this is a cakewalk and it's not, then your mind is going to take over and you're just going to be doomed. I mean, it's like being prepared, you know, like a lot of times you kind of. And I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty. Uh, I, I'm winging it and you just go, Oh, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna wing it. And then you, you go through it and you're like, man, I'm a bonehead. I should have prepared for that. <laughs> now in the show, they usually 
drop you in a spot, right? You meet with your partner and then to leave, you got to get to another location, right? Yes. Well, you have to figure out where you want your location to be. So you basically look at this map and it tells you where all of the predators are roaming around, where your water sources are, um, what's in different areas. So it'll tell you if there's like a little rabbit or a squirrel or whatever in, a, in an area that there's decent amount of trails and food. So they at least give you that. But That's your good. map is literally just trees and with a water and animals. So you have to figure it out. There's no trails. There's no roads. There's no streets. Nothing. There's no um, weed. There's no weed. <laughs> sure, weed would have been oh. handy out there. <laughs> I was cu- close to Columbia, though. You never know. Who <laughs> I'm sure there was weed not that far away. <laughs> <laughs> Probably getting a contact high somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, overall, I take the experience as um, I came back with the realization that I can do anything that I am so much stronger than I knew going into the show. And I came out of it saying to myself that I can do whatever I want to do in the world. And there's no limits. This, if I can do this, I can do anything. Your mind is so powerful. 21 days in the middle of the jungle with no (laughs) clothes and very minimal resources. America would have seen me melt down. Yeah, you would have tapped out. Immediately. Immediately, no. Immediately, no. Immediately, no. I would have been like, oh, what? No? No TV? No weed? I got to go back, guys. No phone? No phone? And then, like, how many, um, like, crew members are actually there with you? Like, a cameraman? Like, how many people are actually there? I know they're not supposed to interfere at all. They're just there to record. They only interfere if there's, like, an emergency. Right, right. But how many people are actually there? It's very small. It's a very small set. So you have your camera. Um, typically you might have two because I'll go off and do my thing and my partner might go off and do their thing. So there's typically two camera crew, um, sound and, um, and then you only have the producer and a medic is with you at first, but then not towards the end. You only see them in the morning and at night, um, to, and they do vitals every single day. Uh, they check your vitals in the morning, check your vitals at night, make sure everything is okay. Makes sense. I mean, they yeah. got to make sure you're safe in the right. end. Yeah, right. Sure. So it's, but it's a very small set. And uh, also, I do have to say this because I really appreciated it. They do not drink water in front of you and they do not eat anything in front of you. That's good because that's good. messed up. Yeah. That would be messed up. Right. But they would come back and I'm like, mm, mm, is that you Cheetos? Know they what had you got? Like, I smell your breath. I, I know you. Breath. That you weed eat? on your breath. <laughs> <laughs> you I bet they were smoking weed too. And Pamela people. They had to be. Oh, yeah. They're, they're in Panama. <laughs> For real. Well, right. Yeah. So, uh, Jesse, do you think you're up for it? If you guys get picked for this I, show, you think you can handle being? <laughs> I do. I do. And the cool thing about the show that we are going out for, it is a partnership between the two of us. And one thing that I know is that together we are a pretty fierce force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Um, we We literally are just we say things without we want them to happen and they just happen and like this is how our life is going like we we manifest everything that we want and we go after things hard 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 we're just going after stuff and we are not afraid to get dirty get our hands you know dirty and rough and do the hard stuff and Mm -hmm. so like i have no doubt that we will kick 
ass unbelievable <laughs> on whatever show we will be on. And it's really cool because whatever skill set I don't have, Jesse has. And whatever he's lacking, I have. So we really make a perfect team in a lot of things that we do in life. And so I know that this is just another challenge that we can get through as a couple. Absolutely. And you guys yeah. are parents, so that's a huge thing to yeah. overcome. Yeah. That's a that's <laughs> like the yeah. ultimate team right there. <laughs> Teamwork yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, it's that's probably the hardest part yeah. about thinking about doing a show like this because mm-hmm. we would be gone for a very lengthy amount of time. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, um, the kid's mother is very, uh, really great. Actually, yeah, we had an amazing conversation mm-hmm. and she was super supportive and big props out to her. Thank you so much again <laughs> for as supportive as you've been. And like, she was like, yes, this is good for the kids this is good for us like everybody it's good like, for the family it's good for everybody. Yeah. yeah yeah so very understanding and is willing to do what needs to be done for us to accomplish this absolutely and you guys also have a podcast that we were on if uh if any of you listen our listeners haven't, haven't heard that. us on a podcast yet make sure Ooh. you listen to reimagine success and that's another uh yeah. another thing you guys gotta go lighting into. up success you gotta go into to it as a team mm-hmm. uh and w- can you tell our audience a little bit about your podcast and what you guys talk about yeah for sure yeah so uh it's really cool because like you said we do it as a team and mm-hmm. when we first got together we've been trying to think about what you know we're both creative people i'm a musician she's an actress like yeah. what can we do that like really gets us doing something together. Yeah. So we were talking about like a YouTube channel, like we should do YouTube videos. It was just it's so hard with the kids trying yeah. to get them our to kid, do acting. Our kids are not skilled at doing YouTube videos. They, they no. are just so crazy in front of the camera. What, what they think is entertaining is not at all. Um, <laughs> not to us, to them, not to us. They're no Ryan's world, you know, no. kid like ready to make millions of dollars. <laughs> So, you know, we were thinking like, what can we do? And then all of a sudden Facebook reaches out to Melissa mm-hmm. and says, Hey, uh, we want you to beta test a new uh, audio, audio room, room yeah. thing that they were doing. Yeah. So this is before audio rooms launched for Facebook. So that she had to do like an hour a week and, or not even an hour. It was just like a, a live audio yeah. room per week mm-hmm. for four weeks. Mm-hmm. And we decided to start interviewing people and getting their stories and just talking about success. And we just, you know, doing it with some friends and there was no name for it at this point. I I actually only got to be a part of one of those episodes because I was, I had a day or a night job that was taking me away every time we had to do one. So, you know, she gets done with that. And then we're like, well, what if, what if we did a podcast? You know, like this seems like the universe is telling us that we should probably do a podcast. So we really enjoyed doing it. And it was really weird because it just so happened that I had to set up a date and a time with Facebook and they were actually on the call every single time that I did the podcast, which was really cool. Cause I was like, Oh, there's Facebook, you know, <laughs> gotta not say, um, <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, so Facebook was on and it just so happened. I had, I chose Thursday and mm-hmm. that's just where we kept going with it. So we're, when we decided to do the, the podcast together, we were coming up with a name and we were like success, success. And we were like, we really want people to change the way they see success. Mm-hmm. So that's how we came up with reimagine success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We wanted to let people know that 
it's not about what's in your driveway yeah. or what kind of house you've got or what's in your bank account. Mm-hmm. Like quit looking at your neighbors, quit looking at people on Instagram and thinking that you're not successful every single day, every mm-hmm. single day we celebrate something. Yeah. There's, there's something in our lives that's good. That's happening. It could be minuscule. It could be that we yeah. saw the blue Jay outside today because <laughs> it's so freaking cute or <laughs> or the know, deer we yeah, have a deer we have a deer a little doe and she's very young and she walks through our yard just, all the time like all the time morning and night just prancing along or oh, we we gained a new podcast client you know like that's a bigger success but no matter what we're celebrating success every single mm-hmm. day and we want to tell other people, Hey, it's okay to stop and recognize that you're having successes every single day and celebrate those and really take a minute to experience what's happening in your life instead of just brushing past it every single moment and like not paying attention and missing all the good stuff that's actually happening in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we encourage our listeners every single week to do and share their success and share their success with us. Um, so you guys, what's your success that you want to share with us right now? Well, we're starting a new season. Yeah. Ooh. We're possibly going to be collaborating with a new brand that we're really excited about. Yeah. And nice. doing uh, more public events. So we have a lot to yeah. uh, celebrate. Yeah. Dee's been working hard trying to make those connections. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So definitely something to light up about. But that, but that's really, it's, it's good that you guys take a look at that because a lot of times we brush, we, like you said, we brush past any little success, uh, rather mm-hmm. than just kind of trying to celebrate it for what it is and, and having that kind of be a little mood boost for us. Cause we need lots of mood boosts. These you need days. to celebrate all the little steps getting to that. Yes. That goal that you're reaching every little thing you do leading up to that. You got to show that gratitude and realize the mm-hmm. work that you put in yeah. to really get and that you know what and that's end. on and that's on manifestation too exactly yeah. and that's mm-hmm. on manifestation because you you in what you get or how you get like what you get at the end is never what you start with you know right. mm-hmm. you have a dream and you do things to get to a certain goal but it's not going to be the same way you first yeah. envisioned it. No. Yeah, it changes constantly. We have a goal. Well, we have like five goal boards all over our office and the, our boards are changing every single day. And if they're mm-hmm. not, there's something wrong. Like if you're not constantly updating that and changing it, marking stuff off, crossing stuff off, keeping, you know, getting your goals higher and higher and bigger and bigger because not, not because that's where you should be just because it's something that equals growth. And everything that you do in life equals growth and equals opportunity. Um, Like we really want to grow our community. Like it's a big thing for us. We want a network and a community where we collaborate with each other and we help each other and we lift each other up constantly, um, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, what our, our, our big focus is on. And every single day, if you are, if you're lifting up someone and you're helping someone and you're living with gratitude, then you're only going to get stronger and and better yeah it's been really cool too because um like you you were saying that the 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 dreams and the goals they change Mm -hmm. so our company that we have is called creative global entertainment melissa started this company back when she was in la years and years ago and back then it was a completely different thing it was more like uh product placement and uh, uh, marketing and experiential marketing and so now um 
you know, fast forward to well, COVID, recently. COVID happened mm-hmm. right in 2020. And my entire, uh, everything, all of my client base w- was experiential marketing. So it was all event based, concert based, um, sporting events, that kind of thing. And I was, man, I grew it up. I was working with Delta. I was working with Coca-Cola, um, McDonald's. McDonald's. I did a McDonald's tour all through like New England, all the way from Maine, all down in New York, Rhode Island. Um, but, uh, so I was working with really big clients and COVID hit. So everything stopped, everything shut down and it never really came back. So, um, it, the experiential side is coming back, but not necessarily for my clients like Coca-Cola and Delta have not started in with, with experiential events yet. Um, the smaller clients are, um, T-Mobile. I just worked with them not, not long ago, but, it goes all, sorry, I'm rambling because, you know, a little high, but anyway, so, <laughs> it, it all goes to where we are today, which, which we're able to rebrand doing this podcast. So doing podcasting, mm-hmm. we're able to take that and help not only our community, but the world. And uh, to me, that's just really exciting. Yeah. So now we have a bunch of different avenues with it. Uh, so my music is now under Creative Global Entertainment mm-hmm. uh, Music and her comic book is under Creative Global Publishing. And then our podcast and um, the other podcasts that we produce are under Creative Global Podcasting. Yeah. And so we're building this community and we've got, also got an author that is um, joined in with us as well. He's uh, 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 Dan McMillan. Dan Sorry, McMillan. I got to give him a shout out. Yes. He's amazing. He um, is one of the best sci-fi writers I'm telling you that I've ever worked with. Um, and I just am so impressed with him every single day. I just have to say that, that, um, he is one of the Amazon. He's on the top sellers on Amazon. Go check his workout, Dan McMillan. Um, and anyway, so keep going. <laughs> and so he's going to be publishing under creative global publishing nice. along with deadly crimson, her comic book under deadly global under creative Creative global publishing so like so like we're kind of building this this network and empire for not just for us though because we're we're test driving everything with our own things Mm -hmm. and pushing them to the limits and then we're going to bring other people in that are wanting to do the same things that we're doing and help them to grow theirs the way that we grow ours and we just have these big huge dreams and goals and we're just going after them like i said with everything we've got Mm -hmm. and you said you did music what kind of music do you do jesse I do uh, alternative indie kind of rock music mm-hmm. uh, that has a very positive flair. Oh yeah. So my my music, it you know it it it's kind of anti-establishment, if and anti where this world is headed yeah. right now. It's and it's, it's like it's, uh, his his latest album is taking control which is taking control of your life, taking control of your world, taking control of your universe. Your relationships. Yeah, everything. Everything. Like you you have to stop being sheep and you have to wake up and realize that there's more to living life than working a freaking nine to five and coming home and crashing on the couch after watching too much TV. Or coming home and slaving over dinner and taking care of everything. and. you you can't just keep living this way and yeah. people have to wake the fuck up. I like I just hit my microphone. I'm sorry. But, like <laughs> you want people like, to wake the fuck up. Yeah, you're you passionate about that. <laughs> you have like, to check if everybody's paying attention. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that. Wake. <laughs> That's I our agree. goal. 
We just want everybody to be better humans. Yeah. Just be and that's what reimagined success is all about. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> just stop being crap humans. You could do better. <laughs> we could all do better together. I, unfortunately, I feel like the really crappy humans are the ones who are just walking around oblivious to self-awareness. And even yeah. if they oh, try to like. Easier, it's getting easier every day to really recognize who those crappy humans are mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. cutting them out. Yep. Yep. And we're exactly. banding together to hopefully drown out those those people. Yeah. I got yeah. a song about that too. I wish it's you could sing it right now. How what a good segue it would have been if you would have like do 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 but it says I don't want to put you on the spot though. Does, do people ever do that to you or you're like I think when I did stand up comedy, people would do it to me all the time and it would bother the fuck out of me. Yeah. Would tell me they'd be like, Hey, oh you're a singer? Why don't you sing us a song, singer? I'm, he I'm did on an interview. Ready. He he did on an interview and the guy put him on spot like while he was videoing. God. Jesse's it, like, All right. <laughs> you know, and just and I sang a cappella right yeah, there. Just jump right into oh, it. Good. Yeah. It was so a ra- it was a rap uh magazine's interview. And I, I was on it. It was at that 420 fest. Uh, and Jesse was like, like I was uh, the only white performer. Um, <laughs> and, my money um, don't jiggle, jiggle. It, it folds. folds. <laughs> and so, like, I was, I was the first like indie rocker that they've ever had on their show. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> it was really cool. So he, yeah. he did, he, he did it right on the, so he could do it right now. Nah, well, I'm not going to make you do that. I mean, but unless you want to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, unless you really want to, I'm not going to stop you there. <laughs> you know? If I if I go and grab a guitar, I'll do a little bit. Do it, do it. If you right, got, talk, hey, talk man. amongst yourselves. Okay. All right. This is going to be extra content nice. for our patrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, extra we'll, content we'll, for our patrons. Yeah, we'll keep this on uh, uh, just for the close. <laughs> we'll give them a little taste and then say, hey, you got to go over so to So our pay, fireplace pay is on this wall. Um, so our, our podcast station is kind of like at the end of our office so that's why you saw him kind of like go under (laughs) go under and out that way yeah man Um, gotta do what you gotta do to set up your space bro right right Um, so our space is really cool because um i have a i'm gonna switch really fast and you guys just moved there too yes um and it's it's really it's really cool because we have sections so jesse has his music section i have my station which is deadly crimson and then we have our podcasting station which is really nice that's nice to have space yeah. for i'm just gonna turn this like this all right yes pick it up with the mic can you hear me good yeah yeah is it peeking out too much hey, you got your deadly crimson uh, poster in the background there melissa nice that's my office <laughs> all right so this is uh, I'm just going to do the chorus of that song, okay? And it goes like this. Burn my bridges to the ground. Cause I don't like who I am when you're around. When you're around. When you're around me. I burn my bridges to the ground. Cause I don't like who I am when you're around. When you're around. When you're around me. Nice. Very good. That's a good song. I recently cut some toxic people out of my life. That song is right on. Yeah, you know, because are you switch are we gonna switch mics? We'll just stay where we're at. All right. Here we go. So yeah, um, because it's seamless. 
<laughs> hey, that's how we do it. Um, so it's all about burning bridges, which we all have to do. And we all have to think about, even though it's really hard and it can be scary and it can be difficult. Yeah. But if you do, it is so much better without toxic in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like the song says, I don't like who I am when you're around mm-hmm. me. Right. Because yeah. a lot of people will change you. A lot of people will make you be something that you don't want to be mm-hmm. and like act the way that you don't want to act because let's face it, we're all weak. We're all humans. We, we're going to cave right. to whatever we are placing ourselves around all the time. Right. So if you, if you cave to that too much, then just get rid of it. Yep. Just take it away and don't worry about it and get it out of your life. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And, and there's a time and a place for everything. And sometimes you just have to like let go. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. doesn't mean that you can't grieve what you're letting go of. But at the same time, like it's better for you and better for that other person. Really, at yeah. the end of the day, if they make you become someone you don't like, why would you even want to put them in that position too? you know, for them too. Right. Yeah. 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 So, you know, that's why I love Jesse's new album, because it's all about making positive changes in your life. What's the I'm name actually, of your album again? It's called Taking Control. Taking Control. And then I've got a single out right now called Not Alone. And then I'm dropping another single on July 9th. I don't know when this episode is airing, but if it's after July 9th, then. Uh, yes, it'll be after July 9th. We'll my, link you. my brand new single breathe is out so if you haven't heard it yet go stream it right now breathe is a really really like encouraging mm-hmm. song that just tells people like don't don't quit just stop take a breath yeah when things get hard like yep. stop and breathe mm-hmm. and and just focus because if you give up on your dreams then you'll regret it mm-hmm. so just keep going keep mm-hmm. fighting for that and just stop and take a breath. Yeah, take a social media break too. Probably. Yes, yeah. yes. Go outside, breathe some uh. fresh air. <laughs> Melissa, well, this you ha- is what I wanted to ask because <laughs> last time when we were on your podcast, you said you were going to tell us the crazy edible story. Oh yeah, oh, my gosh, yeah. You said you had a crazy edible story. Time. Time. Oh, it's time for the edible story <laughs> of the podcast. Okay. Yeah, light that up for this story. <laughs> Damn, I should have it is a great story, actually. Okay, I don't want to hype it up too much before I start, but um, I am uh, I got invited to San Diego Comic Con last year um, as a professional for Deadly Crimson and Creative Global Entertainment. So I went to Comic Con. Jesse um, came out there, so we're in San Diego. First time. That First time. is amazing. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Comic Con in San oh, Diego. You that should. is insane. You should. Next week. Next week is. Um, uh, I Comic-Con. wish. Oh, it, it girl. It's isn't crazy. it hard? Is, don't you have to get like on a waiting list or you something? Do. Like, yeah, you you have to be on a waiting list, and tickets are very expensive per day. Um, it's, it's like a lottery the, it's like a yeah. lottery system. So it, it's very random. So you got invited because of your comic. Yes. So I've been, um, this is the fourth year that I've gone and, um, as a professional, so I'm very excited. Um, but last year they had a special comic-con, like a mini comic-con and they, I, I got invited. So I went and, um, we are in San Diego. You can buy legally in San Diego And so we're actually staying at a hostel because when San Diego Comic-Con happens, 
prices shoot up. It's like $800 a night to stay at a, just a cheap hotel. Yeah. It's crazy. So every single year that I go, I always stay at a hostel. It's really fun. People are all over, all over the world. Um, you know, it's a really cool environment. They always have like games that they're doing and, you know, you just meet a lot of people. Um, I normally always go by myself. So, you know, it's always nice for me to bond with friends and make friends. So this year we stayed at a hostel and we ended up, um, it was on Thanksgiving. So it was Thanksgiving day. We rolled into town and Jesse's like, woo, I can buy edible. I can buy a weed. Can buy anything here. weed here. Yeah, yeah. anything. So or some pre-rolls. Yeah. Some good yeah. shit too. Yeah. yeah. It was like uh, pre-rolls that were uh, dipped in wax too. Yeah. So oh they my were God. like real good. Yeah. And, um, but it, it, it was going to take a while because it was Thanksgiving and they were like, we're not going to open up until tonight to let our, you know, uh, staff be with their family. So we're like, okay, no big deal. So we waited until that evening and somebody pulls up in their car and they have this bag and we meet them on the corner. Like, okay, this is normal. You know, you cash app him. And yeah. Cash my app bag of weed. Get, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So, whatever this is so cool this this is what (laughs) happened you know it was really cool so so we go inside and we open the bag up and there's everything that you know jesse ordered the the pre-rolls were all there with wax all that stuff and there were also two lottery tickets and a little clear bag of gummies and we're like how many how many gummies two Two. Damn, nothing on it, just two gummies. You don't just know what the dosage a, is, doesn't say, no, nothing on the package. Just, just like, hey, here's clear, two gummies. In just a clear, gummies. clear sleeve, in a clear sleeve. So we're like, okay, did he accidentally put his stuff in our bag? Like, what's going on? So we scratched the lottery tickets because that's what you do when you get lottery tickets. One of them got a dollar. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So, hey. Um, and then we hung on to the gummies for a couple of days because yeah. we weren't ready for that yet. You know, it's the Thursday, Thanksgiving. And uh, we well, had actually it was Friday night. So it was like the next night. Plus, they're no, like surprise thanks- gummies. You don't really no, no, know. Yeah. You know? Thursday and then Friday. We- Friday, we what? Get the, the gummies. gummies. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so we waited one day. Yeah. We waited till the next day to do the gummies. Yeah. So we were like, I guess tonight's is good a night to do it. Uh, our hostel was having an event. We were going to go hang out. They were yeah. like playing were, like beer like pong beer games. Pong you know, just, just, it was a fun little yeah. get together with everybody. And the people there were super cool. We were having a blast with them. Yeah. And, all over the world. Yeah. Like just really cool. Um, and so we're like, yeah, we'll probably just take the gummies. Yeah. And so, and so I went to go and I was like, Hey, should we only do half of it? And then Jesse had already like popped it in. Like, <laughs> I already had and I was like, okay i guess we're doing this down the hole you know? that. so we go down to the party mm-hmm. and everything's great yeah we're having, having fun. fun playing some beer pong yeah. doing pretty well yeah and then uh she starts i was like um feeling everything in the world not just the <laughs> room right now everything in the world i was like i gotta go upstairs so i told jesse i was like it's okay if you want to stay i totally get it but I got to go upstairs like right now. And of course I'm not just going to stay at this party without her and, you know, let her go upstairs when she's not feeling right. So I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm going upstairs with you. Of course. So we, we were, we were on the third floor. Yeah. Third floor. So up two and another two. So it's like a a round kind of staircase. Big steep stairs of old buildings. (laughs) um, Real tall and old. No elevator. Uh, No no. elevator. Oh yeah. So, (laughs) You look winded already. I'm like, this does not sound good. 
<laughs> Go. So half halfway up the stairs, I'm like, <laughs> he's oh, no. starting to feel everything. You're starting to feel it now. Oh my god! Like it's starting to hit. <laughs> all right. So we get in the room and we're like, all right, we can do this. Right. We can do this. So we kind of put on some calming music so we don't hear the party that's going on downstairs. It was so loud. It was so loud. And it was so much energy. Like I, and it was also a Friday night. So it was like all the energy of San Diego. And there's like all these clubs around it's a big us. party night. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and we're right in the middle of it. If you, if you walk outside of our hotel, then it's like literally restaurant, 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 club, 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 bar, 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 right outside. Oh, yeah. man. And she's big time empath, so she feels like energy all the yeah, time. Yeah, all the time. So I was just feeling like this party, chaotic, just energy going on. So I was like, I got to overcome the at least the music, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we turned the we turned a meditation on really loud, and then. Um, I was like, okay, I have, I have to pee and the bathrooms are like down the hall. And so they're like communal bathrooms, communal bathrooms. So it's like little stalls. So you have to see people in there. Yeah. There's like little stalls everywhere. Um, so I go in the stall and I'm like, no one's in here. Okay. We're good. So I go in the stall and I'm sitting there and I'm just sitting there. And, and, and so I'm still in the room at this time. And I'm like, man, Melissa's really been gone a while or am I just high? Has it really been a while? I think it's been a while. I wonder if she's okay. You know what? She's probably fine, but she has been gone a while. Should I check on her? She, she's probably fine. I I should, she's been gone a while. I should check on her. All right. I'm going to go check on her. Here I go. (laughs) Still not moving. All right. All right. I'm really going now. Okay. <laughs> so I get to the bathroom and I I look around. Nobody's nobody's really around. So I'm like, okay, there's cool. only one door closed. Yep. Yeah. I go, Melissa. And I go, yes. <laughs> Are you okay? No. <laughs> Do you want me to come in there? Yes. <laughs> so I go in. Open the door, close it behind me. It was like, you having trouble peeing? I'm like, yes. I was like, can you just hold me? Held her hands while she peed. And then I was like, thank goodness. It just, I could not pee. I don't know why. I was just sitting in this stall and it was like, I was in there for like a really long time. And I just kind of got stuck. And then I was like, mm-hmm. oh, now I can't pee. Like, and then it just, I kept thinking about peeing and then I just <laughs> couldn't. And it just kept going and going and going. So then finally, when Jesse came in there, I was like, oh, good, thank goodness. Cause it kind of distracted me and I was able to like refocus and, and, and just relax and pee. Yeah, exactly. You need but a little know, support. It's, it's so funny. It's so funny when you were, when you're, cause I, I guess when I was in there, I was still feeling all the energy because the party was still going on. I heard the noise. So I just felt all the energy. So then there, my focus, I guess, was going like trying to calm the, the energy that was around me down. So then therefore I couldn't focus on peeing. So when Jesse came in, I was able, he kind of calmed it down for me. And then I was able to. <laughs> Oh my so, god! It keeps going. The story keeps yeah, going. Yeah, we're not even close to being done. So <laughs> we leave the bathroom, make it out, and alive. Struggle back to the room. Did did we run to people at that time? No, not no, yet. no, 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 not no. yet. We make it back to the room. Yeah. From there, we had a pretty good time because we were on edibles. 
We'll just keep it PG like that for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) So um, after that, see, we have these water bottles that we all always take with us everywhere we refill them they're glass they're you know reusable Mm -hmm. it's more you know environmental friendly so we had a few of these in our refrigerator that we had with in our room and we went through them pretty quickly because you know you get dehydrated yeah Mm -hmm. uh, pretty yeah (laughs) Yeah. real bad so we were like Uh. guzzlenies well the station for refilling these bottles is all the way downstairs. Oh my god, a all trek. The all the, the way. The all the all the staircases. Yeah, all the, the like six staircases. Oh, that's right, no elevator. And, and no, no elevator. elevator. <laughs> so it's literally six staircases cuz you have to Oh no. Go. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no. it was terrible. So I look at Melissa and I said I'll, I'll do it. I'll go. <laughs> I love you. I'll my, do anything for you. <laughs> it means like, you're getting my water. Hero, you're my hero. <laughs> I mean, I've you know I've been using weed way longer than okay. she has regularly, so I I can function a little bit better. Navigated, still, right? Still, this amount of edibles that she we couldn't were pee, on, bro. You had to go. Okay, no. How are you gonna? <laughs> she couldn't even pee, so you got there. Of course, <laughs> she couldn't even do basic. So, but. But as bad as she was, like I was still pretty wrecked by this stuff. Of and I'm, I'm more, you know, the used mystery to this kind of He's stuff. like trying to climb the hill, like, all right, I got this. But he's <laughs> yeah, still like, so oh, I, I grabbed. He's like, my body's a thousand pounds right now. <laughs> I, I grabbed these water bottles and I'm like, okay, here we go. And I start heading out. And as I'm going out, of course, I run into somebody that's Ugh. like, oh man, like, where'd, where'd you, you guys go? go? And I said, <laughs> we took some edibles. And he goes, Totally get it. No problem. You guys <laughs> do your thing. Do your thing. It's like, yeah. And so uh, down. Now, the if stick- he was a real friend, he would be like, I'll go down there and get water for you. No, he didn't know that. <laughs> no, but he was like, but he did you a favor too. Cause he, uh, if the other people could have been up in your face, he was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep, get yep, it. Yep. He was super chill about it. So down the stairs, I go all the flights, get to the water station, fill up the bottles run into somebody else same song and dance Where, where'd you guys go you coming back i don't know we took some edibles we'll try to come back if we're able but it's not looking good <laughs> <laughs> then like the climb up those stairs they were so steep. oh god i bet like, the climb yeah. was worse than yeah, going down oh yeah it was going down that bad I get back with waters in hand and Melissa's in there and she's Elated. like, you're my hero. <laughs> you're like a, a knight in shiny armor. <laughs> I was like, you were so brave. Was, you did such a great job. Like I was, it was just... so funny. Oh, we, and anyway, the, the night was amazing overall. You know, it just took a lot to get us over that hump of feeling all of this chaotic energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I we wish had I to... knew how much you ate. It's a mystery so, edible. Did you discover? We did. <gasps> okay. Yeah, so we called the next day. Um, <laughs> you you and, needed to know too. Yeah. Right. We yeah. were like, um, wh- did you mean, first of all, to give us lottery tickets and, and edibles? And they were like, yep, happy Thanksgiving. That was just because we were running late. And we're like, Okay, great. Thank you. Next question. <laughs> well, what exactly were those edibles? <laughs> they were like, yeah, those were uh, 20 uh, 
milligrams. 20 milligrams each? Yeah. Um, but it was also made with distilled Distilled, yeah, alcohol. okay. And so that hits a lot, lot harder. Wait, 50. No. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a 50. I'm not 50 milligrams is a lot. 50 milligrams sounds more people. like your experience is. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, no, it was 50. Yeah, I don't know. 50. 20 milligrams can make some people feel like that. And it yeah, was. No, and, it was 50. And it was, you and said was they distilled. used distilled alcohol to make yeah. the. Well, whatever yeah. sugar or it was gummies, yeah. or do you mean distillate mm-hmm. sugar? Or do you mean distillate? No, he, dist- they mean alcohol. No, the distilled alcohol to yeah. make I- the sugars. So oh. it's like a like a grain alcohol. Yeah. So okay. they make it with like an Everclear or right. something like that. So it's it's even more potent. potent. Yeah, it increases the potency. Probably more bioavailable Jeez. makes it more bioavailable. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. You know, I never thought I never thought to compare those. I don't even bother with edibles. Oh, she she doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't bother. She she can't. She does edibles and it's nothing for her. Oh, I just don't bother. She doesn't. Yeah, because enzyme issues. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) She's like, she's like, don't remind me. Yeah, no. I I hear these edible stories and I have such jealousy. (laughs) (laughs) I just want one good edible story. (laughs) (laughs) I want to feel this crazy. I don't know, man. It could be like a little too much. I want to feel. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to know what it is. Can you do I mushrooms? I want to eat the color. Oh yeah, <laughs> I okay. love mushrooms. Yeah, it's yeah. about like that. Yeah, it's it's. I it, it, don't know. Sometimes I feel. I made my tolerance is like sky high now. I've I've had very trippy experiences yeah. on edibles. I've so. heard people having really trippy mm-hmm. experiences on edibles. I yeah, mean. and you know, because it, it, it is. You know, weed is psychedelic. Yeah, psychedelic. Yeah. I've also had uh, really trippy experiences using um, just straight wax. Like that'll make you trip a bit. Yeah, dads are crazy. And that was our interview with the Reimagined Success Podcast, Melissa and Jesse. You can catch them here at. uh, Well, that's right. I'm looking at the what the video portion of the show but i do have to say it because for they're for not the not video portion gets to see the video. it's at melissa lee ellen um at music jesse b at reimagine success podcast we got a few web uh, we got a few uh websites here we got deadlycrimson.com jessebeyondy.com and reimaginesuccesspod.com we'll be posting all of their handles and stuff on our social media posts about the show follow them they're 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 wonderful we yeah. have lots of fun their with them their podcast is good hey thank you guys for uh sticking around this far and listening we appreciate your ears and a special thank you goes out to all of our patrons like Yanni Destiny Lauren Jesse Christy, April, Shelby, Denise, Peaches, Natalie, Meredith, Terry, Angelina, Jenny, Catherine, Amanda, Jessica C, Chrissy, Diane, and our newest in, in the, the rotation, rotation tier, tier patron, patron, Guillermo. <laughs> We're going to act like he's not related to us That's in any way. That's my brother, guys. <laughs> he's so cute. He wanted to support. So that was very he's, sweet. He's now a we appreciate now. it. <laughs> we appreciate it. They call him Bill, Guillermo. No, Willie is William? what we called Willie. him growing up. Yeah. That's such a, that, that is the mo- one of the most interesting names to me. Guillermo? Yeah, you could slice that. It's my dad's name and my brother's name. 
Right, but Guillermo is isn't Guillermo William in English? Yeah, they say it's it's William or whatever. I don't know who said that. Like, I don't know how it translates to William, but that's what they say. Yeah, so that's why they always they always call my brother Willie as a kid, short for William. Yeah, and they even my dad's friends like when he was younger, Willie too though. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you two can be celebrated and we can, you know, we can, I mean, look, we go on vacations with our patrons. So, Zoom you know, sessions. Zoom sessions. Discord chat. Oh, fun. we just incorporated a new Discord. I love our Discord. I'm trying to get it. <laughs> Into the popping. group thing. I know, right? Trying not to get. Because <laughs> we got so used to chatting in the group chat and Instagram. Right, so which uh, like for some reason is not working anymore. It's not working. That's good. It's going to push everybody to, to Discord. go to Discord. And so, if you weren't thinking about becoming a patron, if you like Discord and you're on there now, we now have Discord benefits. Hey, come on down to our pay- Patreon page and um, sign up. You get discounts. We got a couple of events coming up soon, so you get yeah, discounts some there too. In the works. Hey, and if not, subscribe, rate, review, and share our content. Potsmokingmoms.com. It's website. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. You guys want to see something cool? Oh, you're still recording? <laughs> yeah, did you stop recording? Yeah. Is it over? It's over.